your friends and buddies? I'm not your buddy, pal. I'm not your friend, pal. What's your buddy, pal? <laughs> I'm your pal, friend. Not your friend, pal. <laughs> so how's everyone doing today? Doing better than I was last time. Not as sick? Not as puking up my guts. You know what a sick 80s you, band you is? puking up what? your guts at the beginning of the last You know what one of the best sick 80 bands are? Poison. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think where you're going with that. So uh, we were thinking gas and we're like... Who said something about gas? Like a meatloaf. <laughs> uh, well, oh, yes, meatloaf. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Dice Bot Gaming Podcast. What episode are we on there, Baba? Uh, this is the start of episode 26. 26. So, recap you guys were all attacked by the Garden, aka, AKA the Lethal Lotus, a elite guild of assassins who will not be taken alive. Uh, Living up to that reputation. Yeah. They are paid a lot of money to be discreet and not uh, give away who their employer was. You don't, nice. you don't feel like you missed an opportunity by taking any of them alive, even if you had gotten them. They are highly trained. And this is more for Zane, more than anything else. Maybe he probably, I would assume he eventually explained it to him that these guys are no joke. Like, I could even see myself working for them at one time. They are a professional band. Maybe not the selflessness part of it, but they are a selfless. They're a band of zealots as well. Not only are they assassins who will die for what their craft, they uh, worshipped, they worshipped the god Skeros. Which I think Zane does as well, but sort there's of. different aspects of it. Skiros has, like many gods, he has many faces as well, and assassination is one of them. Fun fact, Skiros is one of the only gods to assassinate other gods. Oh, wow. It's why... I don't the... know if that's a fun fact or if that's a sad <laughs> what? mean fact. There used to be a god of the moon and sun, and they are now two different gods because Skiros did away with the old one. Oh. Mm. Mm. Scary God. You worship a scary motherfucker. Same. I mean. So his nickname is Gore, the God Killer. <laughs> uh, he's killed a few uh, guys. I just got done watching Thor Love and Thunder too. <laughs> um it was I mad. I, I, a lot I'm, of people shit on it. I, I thought it was alright. It was it was, it was alright. It was very silly. I, too many screaming goats for my It liking, was entertaining. But... But the storyline for me was a little lackluster. It was a little lackluster. There were parts of it I was just like, really? I liked it better the second watch. Because I was I knew how stupid it was going to be, so it didn't bother me as much. Yeah, and that's kind of what I, I've heard about it. Just like be willing for it to be stupid. The kind of the hammer scene, right? He's trying to get Mjolnir come to him. His other... His axe comes floating up. Yeah. And I was just like, this is a bit much. It sounds like a funny D&D moment, but not a, maybe a Thor moment. But like... not a Thor moment. Yeah. <laughs> like if you, if, and that's kind of like where the humor is at. It's like... As you see your dagger come into the motion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see? Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very low brow and it's, it's all right, but Which I just... Which is our humor, really. We're, I, a, yeah, we're a mature podcast. And it would have been okay if it was just like once, but they did it multiple, multiple Yeah, multiple and that's what times. I've heard. It's just like, yeah, that's like throughout the whole thing. There's no chill to it at all. Let's get this uh, train back on the tracks. Talk about something else. It's gonna uh, take a I crane. don't feel like DMing yet. I just want to drink some beer. Hold on. <laughs> and he never saves it for a can pop. Yeah, I'm bad about the can Here, pops. I got you, I'm too busy. Oh. 
Look at who's finally come around, Bobby. You used to hate this. <laughs> oh my God, Bobby did oh, I still it. Still do. <laughs> you you <laughs> actually started it that time, didn't you? No, no. I, no. I, did I did the first one, but he backed me up. Because oh. he's a fucking biggity bitch. He's just over there, Follower. like slight nodding with his his eyes. He's like doesn't want to admit that he he did it. <laughs> oh no, I did it. I did it on purpose. Uh, <laughs> besides, all right. So I'm <laughs> trying to force myself to like it, and it's still not working yet. But I'm trying. Hey, I do hey friends every once in a while. So only when you're suffering to Guys, play. <laughs> we're mature podcast. Stop it. Yeah, fuckhead. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yes. That was the that was the mature. I, I'll tell you what. Every for every one of those, I'm gonna give you. A, oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, there we go. There we go. There's my payback. I still listen back at the We're a Mature Podcast. Now, about that anal. <laughs> like, all right. There we go. Well, from mature to adult. <laughs> anyway, so we just got over being poisoned and we're getting ready to go ashore. Yes. So, getting ready to go to sea. I feel. After all that's been said and done with the attack uh, from the assassins and getting the ship ready, it's about to be put in the water, we'll say tomorrow morning. We're going to back up a little bit. You're about to set sail, but we're going to back up. And I feel a talk with Abner would be appropriate at this point. Yep. And the whole group talking and and really hashing out what's your plan. There's, there's been a lot of hyperbole and well, should we do this? Should we do that? What's our moves? Have the map out. Who's got the map? Which one of you boners got the map? All right. Oh, who let Strom have the map? <laughs> a game plan should be established firmly before going in. I mean, granted, it could change 10 times by the time you get there, <laughs> but... No plan survives first contact with a dice roll. That's correct. <laughs> Abner's in the room. I'm going to name NPCs. You say yes or no is in the room to discuss. And we're going to say we're, we're in the captain's quarters. Refurbished, beautiful quarters, Captain Lyrium. You got a globe in a corner, large desk to plot your, your plots on. An area to entertain your guests. Fully stocked bar. It's going to be needing fully restocked again by the end of this meeting, of course. But awesome ghost bartender doing his job. You can just let him out of the, the bag, by the way. He is yeah. a skull on a... You can put him on a shelf if you want, and he'll work behind your bar. I'm going to mention NPCs. It's been a while for some of these guys. So for listeners and you guys alike, if you say yes, I'll, I'll give a redescription of them real quick. And they're in the room sitting with you guys during this, this plan. Miranda, the hatchet queen. All right. She's the first mate now. Yeah. So. All right. First mate, woods woman, lumberjack. Her front teeth have been knocked out violently. Scars all up and down the front and bottom of her lips. Puddles. I would say no. <laughs> Bubbly, little, short, halfling girl. Fixes shoes, does little odds and ends for people, keeps Garn calm. I guess there's th a couple levels here. Are you having her in the room with you? Or are they setting sail with you? Not in the room. 
Definitely set and sell at least. Set and sell. Okay. But Bubbles is not in a room? Or Puddles is not in a room? Okay. No. Garn? Giant Garn with two-handed axe. Okay. No, because he's... Two-handed sword now. All right. Yep. Grimshaw. Goblin. Pacifist. Hello, hello, Little child. Yes on the boat, not in the room. Okay. We might need to check for traps if I'm not there. (laughs) Bacon. Fox. Angelic being extraordinaire. Yes. Yes and yes. Yeah. I would assume Troll Dog and her are curled up next to each other. Yes. Okay. Why are the is the Troll Dog? Is it gonna the, offer some 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 some, some some wonderful counsel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean Devlin. Okay, maybe it's smarter than Strom, but still. Give <laughs> oh. <laughs> me not give me nice the West. <laughs> I got burned. <laughs> Devlin. Yes. Uh Sage. Yori's father, probably the smartest man knowledge-wise. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. All right. He, they recovered too, by the way. Um, her and uh, or him and Chimerian. Primaphira unsheathed on the table or in the bag of holding. Unsheathed. Okay. Ghost bartender doing his thing. Chimerian doing her thing. Brody. Definitely. Anybody else from the crew, like Inks or any of those other guys? Well, Inks checking. is the vanguard, so yeah. How about Jerkava? Your protege is here, or is on the ship, Dane. Do you want her to learn and sit in the corner and absorb? Yeah, here and on the ship, if it doesn't, nobody okay. else has a problem with it. No, oh, yeah. Ship's mage. New, untrusted. Not even sure what race. Huh. Tall, masked individual. On the ship. Not in this room. Okay. Sebastian. Neither. In a well. Arc enemy. <laughs> Arc enemy. <laughs> Evil <laughs> monster. Yeah, in a well, struggling with a weight tied around his ankles. <laughs> uh, we'll have him in the room. Okay. So, loaded room. Everybody's got their drink of choice in hand. Chilled wine on the, on the desk. Mixed drinks going around. Everybody's a little liquored up at this point. It's been a few... It's been about an hour of small talk. But finally... Captain, you ready to talk? We are not sure who to trust. We are in... What we would call back in Cutlass Prime... A seven-way mafia goat fuck. This is very specific. What exactly is a seven-way mafia goat fuck? I don't think I want to know. You don't. Zane, I will go over what that is later. Don't have to make it sound so sexual. It is in every way. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe I do not want to know. <laughs> the infidel did not mean to interrupt you. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, infidel. <laughs> what we... All hail the captain. <laughs> <laughs> what we've been told... Is that the queen has been abducted and is in the apparent custody of Thrice. We don't know if she was abducted. We don't know if Thrice is working with someone else, including quite possibly the person that hired us to do this, or one of his entourage. Captain, says Miranda, who is um, the Thrice person? Thrice is John Poliver, the captain of the River Styx. A very, very scary ship that we encountered briefly on our way here. 
an enemy? For sure. I think it's going to pan out that way, yes. He is no friend, Lady Miranda. His boot takes the very souls of those who it defeats. It, the boat itself is surrounded by the thousand souls it has taken. They swim away from it as fast as they can, only to get drawn back into it, ever tormenting them, teasing them with freedom. Well, it's, that might be how it moves around, too. That's actually kind mm. of scary. Yeah. She has a way of moving about that none understand. The ship either is an artifact or has some sort of artifact. Which is neither here nor there, because if all goes well, we are not going to be encountering them on the ocean. We have a map of the island. Like everything else, at this point, it's unverified. But it hints that there is a relatively safe way in, where we can disable the watchtower. And if we can do that... We can proceed on to where we think our objective will be. And beyond that... Well, I'm sorry, Captain. Um, says Devlant. We are after the finger bone, correct? That yes. is the ultimate goal. I'm going to put this as delicately as I can. But if it comes between the finger bone and... This region's politics... Are we picking the finger bone? Yes. yes. Even if it costs but many lives. As it happens, the one thing that we've promised to mass burn is going to be on the way to the finger bone. As long as we accomplish that, which frankly keeps us safer as well, we owe him nothing further. I am just stating, Captain, is... I know some of you in this room very well. And I know if lives hang in the balance and the choice between saving those lives and maybe perhaps attaining this finger bone were in the balance. Well, this decision is not going to be as easy as you're saying at this table. And you need to be honest and upfront with that. Lord Zane has made disappearance many times. He understands who he's dealing with, but I don't feel like you understand each other. Ask yourselves the hard questions before they demand an answer. Are you happy now? He looks at Camerion. She nods yes. It's alright to be a hero, but you have to face the consequences of that. My thought is that wars and kings and these other issues, they are beyond our scope. Are they? I disagree. I disagree. <clears throat> we have a fucking ship. Sorry, son. But we have a fucking ship. With cannons. And powerful people on board. I'm sorry, Captain Lyrium, but I don't think it's that simple. We are important. And our decisions have weight. I think, feel you act like they don't sometimes. Not you, particularly, Captain. I point my finger at my son as well. You're all important people. What you do matters, whether you like it or not. Reluctant heroes, whatever you want to call it. 
It's what you are. This is not going to be... Even Carver's was not clear-cut. You weren't there, Lyrium. I saw what they did, and what they had to sacrifice. You could still see it on their faces. Sorry, Zane, you weren't there either, for the most part. At least during the for me sacrificing was, part. It was not a sacrifice. It was strangers living and dying. But these two, he's looking at Strom and Yuri, have yet to make a new decision since then. Because of what happened there and what they lost. It's been pointed to me that this may change soon. And I at least should address it. Somebody wiser than me has noticed this. Sorry if I've said too much. No, it needed to be said. And perhaps I should have insisted harder to say it. This group has been very broken since then. You lost Bev Mora. You need to face that. Anybody in this room could be dead tomorrow. And it could be by our decisions. Lyrium. You were dead a few weeks ago, son. By our decisions. It's not going to this cavalier, please. I know it's not your style, Captain, but... This is serious. And I love each and every one of you in this room, and I don't want to see anybody die. At least... Not for a cause that they believed in. And what we did was right. The floor is you. Yours again, I'm sorry. And your father sits down, Yuri. None of us in this room know the truth of the politics of this. Which king, which king regent, which advisor is innocent or conspiratorial. If we learn something that gives us the light of truth, I do think we have a responsibility to act on it. If the queen comes into our possession somehow, I'm not inclined to hand her over blindly without understanding fully what's intended. Would you act west to her will or to... The will of the most powerful. I think I would try to act to the greater good. How will you know what that is? Well, that's the question, isn't it? Assume you will not know the answer to that. How will you act? Assume that the greater good in this case is simply... ending the war between the two countries. How will you do that? That will depend on what we learn if we come into custody of the Queen. If she was taken, that leads to one set of decisions. If she came of her own free will, that leads to another. Well, what would these decisions be? Assume she is acting on her own free will? If she left of her own free will, the question would then be why? Because she didn't want to marry the king regent? She would not have come to this place if she just wanted to get away. She came here for power. And then perhaps she is the greater threat. If you need agency, you seek power. She is the kingmaker, as has been said. But perhaps she wishes to be just a queen. If we take her measure, and it seems that as a queen of her own land, she would bring more toward peace than if she were simply the wife of King Regent, or for that matter, someone else, such as, say, Mastburn, then I'm content to help her find her way. 
And what if you believe the opposite to be true? If I come to believe that what she wants is a darker ambition, something more likely to do harm in the world, I think it's our role to stop that. What if what she wishes is not to do harm, but it would continue the war? Sometimes it is not so cut and dry. You must understand that before asking yourself these questions. The answer will most likely be muddied and very, very complex. Most and likely it, will. And I need to know, especially from you, Strom, if you are willing to sacrifice a woman's freedom for the greater good. Because that is essentially what we are discussing. Whether her agency matters enough. But, so, we're saying one woman's misery might could save might. thousands of lives. Might. Might. She mm. could bite off her own tongue. The ceiling, endless war. If we decide to give her to the wrong person. She, she, we could go in circles around this for hours. And but, you, I wish you only to see the breadth yes. of the possibilities. I've been a captive before, and it is terrible. And from I, I can tell, well. Mr. Zane, you know I hold you in most uh, most respect out of anybody here. I feel you have too. I have been a slave at one point in time. In my I life. almost feel you would give somebody agency over the greater good. It would be my will to. But if I believed... You know what? I would not wish her enslaved. That I... is the truth. I would take her life if I thought it would. Would the best decision then be... Instead of one person making a decision when it comes to it... The group must act. We take a moment. If we can. But, but we do have to steel ourselves and prepare to answer those questions. Yuri, not long ago, you had a moment of choice whether to take the life of a girl to stop a devil. And you stayed your hand. And I'm not sure that that was the best decision in the end. Not the least of which because I died. <laughs> is, is the... Um... The guy's here, right? Abner's here. Abner? Yeah. 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 What is Abner like? I do. I would like he to looks, read Abner's face during <laughs> this. He looks thankful <coughs> to Yuri. But you may very well have a choice like that again. We all might. Won't be the first. Will not be the last. Our friend Garn is with us today because one of our members decided to sacrifice himself to free him from a from a demon. In the end, he is now our ally and sworn friend. No one can see the future. I've already been back and forth who knows how many times through this game. Everybody looks at you weird. Yeah, everybody's like, <laughs> crazy <What>? person. <laughs> or, actually, yeah, you know, it's, have... it's the usual, like, yeah, you have not mentioned it at all. <laughs> no, that's true. I thought I did. What if I was to tell you, I know Zane in another life, and he was an Archmage at that? What are you talking about, says Abner? I remember parts of my previous life. How? Are you, and you've spoken on your loss of memory to me a little bit. What do you mean? 
You need to elaborate and not be so evasive. You know the man with the gauntlet? I know no man with a gauntlet. Oh, okay. No. Sorry. <laughs> we kept as much secrets as we can. I only really know about the man with the gauntlet because I've been reading this stupid book about him. So he just said something, so. Yeah. yeah. Now peaked. <laughs> and there is a man with a gauntlet. He is playing with powerful forces. Part of it is the tarot's. I think there's something else behind them, but I'm not sure. He has backed up time many times. I will pause for a second. Zane, Mm -hmm. he has not touched that book. Fair enough. So he is saying things about Pharaoh that I know to be written, if not true. Yes. Interesting. So you've gone from now... Wait. (laughs) Okay. Continue. In... When I say I'm from the land of monsters, I am not wrong. I am from the land of monsters, but in a previous life, where I was not a paladin of Vaster, I was a warrior, pure and simple. My friends that were with me, including Zane, we were all wiped out. I won't say who wiped us out, but my vision has told me that this game, that the gauntlet man wields has turned back time many times with different players. I'm one of the players that is always on the board. You're all players in this game. So you remember Yuri and Lyrium? No. I remember you. So I am a player in this game. Yes. Who else is a player of the those gathered here? He looks to the side. Sense motive. He just looked at somebody, and I'm gonna. Yeah, he um, got. I'm pretty sure he got it. <laughs> Probably got him. I will try to bluff though. I do have a. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You just looked at me, and no. It, so for everybody listening, Wes just did a side glance at the DM, <laughs> but it was very like I don't want to look at him. <laughs> like, so uh, he no, just he got at, me. He got uh, me. A, right. I got a 25. Yeah, he so. got me. Camerian is staring at him, and he looked at her afraid. Camerian, do you have any recollection of this? He seems to remember you. What? Do you remember anything? Do you remember Strum from before? Before you met him? Mm. It's hard to say. You've... S- some of me does. Fair enough. Do you see him as an ally or an enemy? Do I those... can answer the same to all of you. I don't know. Some of you does, some of you does not. <laughs> Depends who you ask. Do you know why they see him as an enemy? Do you want me to hypothesize? Your best guess. Because he has failed me in many ways already. Just not yet. Or now. What is his task, then? I don't know. But he has failed you. Understand. She makes a motion towards her head. Everybody's just like looking at her like, what the fuck? I'm like a puzzle up here. She looks frustrated on herself. At herself, even. 
But my pieces are not from the same puzzle. Yet they tried to fit together. I feel I'm being intentionally misled all the time. That my true self is being kept from me all the time. And that if I find it, it will not be good for any of you. Thank you for your honesty. At the end of a black river. And she sighs. And she shakes her head. And looks like she's now in the room again for the first time. What? Why are you all looking at me? This is not important. You you had a, a piece of rice on your forehead, but oh, it is falling off. Again? She's going in her teeth. Abner, for his part, keeps a very straight face. But you think he's starting to, like, now see he's in part of some sort of bigger game. You need to not mention this again. And stop. Now. That would be my, this is Abner, recommendation. What would be a good recommendation? I think one thing that's been said that's true is that we could circle this bush for hours. Yes. All that we know is that we have no idea who has been telling us the truth. How much of what we've been told is true or misrepresentation. The only things we have clear in front of us are that the finger bone seems very much to be on that island and that we have a specific task given to us by Mastburn. I think a better question, what if she is there for the finger bone? If we have to choose between letting very her possible. have the power to save her country or taking this thing for the test that we need. When push comes to shove, we need the finger bone. She'll have to find another way. Damn, Ethereum's got you guys back. Fair enough. That's badass. Now I am afraid we will get there and find the finger bone is not where we expect it to be, that it's already been moved. We have a way to track it if we get close. I hope it will work. We do. I'm just afraid it's in a much more complicated place than where we expect. Plays again in your head, Yuri. Guide you have doesn't point exactly where the finger bone is. It points to where you need to be to get it. And on a side note, if we're given the opportunity to disable or destroy the river sticks, I think we should take it. I don't know. Whether that I... ship is an artifact or simply has one that powers that Storm. infernal mess. I think the ocean is a better place without it. Fair enough. I see your point. At the very least, we need to take it away from the river sticks if we can. If it's not the ship itself, we can sever it. Let's I not think it is a curse. Let's not, not worry about the river of sticks. Let's just deal with the task at hand. Let Mast deal with the ship. In his in his people, Amber Jill is supposed to go direct confrontation with it. It's supposed to keep it busy on the other side of the island, so a whole landmass is between you and it, so it shouldn't be able to get to you if you guys try to escape. That's the rough plan for that, anyway. And you're gonna have another thing. I'm 
failed as a DM to mention. Sorry. Uh, you will have cover from Ellenbrae forces on the way out of other ships waiting for you guys miles offshore. So there should be a fleet waiting for you guys. Right <laughs> For good or bad. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a, there's a fleet out there. There's no loose ends. <laughs> Hand over the princess or else. Or queen, I guess. And while we're taking out the watchtower, he's dealing with... While he's dealing with the River of Sticks, a second ship is going after whoever, wherever the queen should be. I say we just deal with the watchtower and get the finger bone if we can, or wherever it's at. And if that involves the queen, when we get there, we cross, we cross that line. Who is on your landing party, says Miranda. Obviously, the four player characters are going aboard or on no, land. No, no. Just, <laughs> just, just me and some NPCs. All right. This can be exciting for everybody else to listen to. <laughs> it's a stealth mission. You think I'm going to bring the two plate mail guys? <laughs> Who shall be the NPCs to accompany you? Yuri, uh, Strom, and uh, that Lyrium guy. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll be going on that mission because I'm known for my stealth. That was established early on. Yeah. Other than that, we should probably take Garn since he's so powerful. His berserk fact could turn the tide of battle if we need it. Um, can I teach them some hand signals? I know drow sign. Sure. Uh, you um, have some, a couple... Uh, like, by the way, this can, is a... We'll just, like, make intelligence checks at that time. This is a five-day sale. Yeah, okay. Just so you guys know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we can do so, something. Like yeah. Basics. Not basics. like, I'm not not like hey, yeah, like, here's my dissertation on, <laughs> yeah, for my master's. not that, but, like... <laughs> Like, gotcha. I'm All just, right. you know, like, s stop and go yeah, are obviously really easy. Yeah. But, like, just look the... over there and stuff sure. like that. Or, or like, <laughs> like <laughs> watch that way for, for bad guys as I go this way, yeah, you know, to... might be a little confusing. So you set sail the next, next day. You crack some champagne over the, the railing. Lyrium. I hope you have any idea what the is on the sale oh, yeah. when it drops. <laughs> <laughs> and you crack some champagne over the uh, the railing and drink it up. The blackade is back. They darken the, the wood a bit, a little bit for you to put a little bit of more ominous feel to it. <laughs> Shine the metal up a little bit, even. You added crew to the boat. Not only a Do mage. We have black sails. It's up to. The captain. <laughs> uh, how many crew we would have added? So we have 19 old school, 16 new, and then four half orcs is what? That's that's 39. Mm -hmm. You could sail with max comfortably at 100. Do you want to add the 61? Yeah, I think so. All right, so you have a full set of 100 sailors sailing on board here. Something I want you to do to think about as well, though, when in next level, when it comes, there's going to be extra points handed out. Sailing, navigation, swimming, other different things that can be handed out if you roleplay kind of what you're working on. I'll just make those extra little skill points flow more, flow more freely, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Or if you do nothing and hang out, that's fine, too. I'll be that guy who climbs up stuff, but I also want to 
practice swimming since <laughs> it seems important. <laughs> yeah. You meet the most chipper lookout you've ever met. Probably the most chipper person you've ever met in your life up there. No, he's just just a random guy. I'm not even name him right now, but like his parents were killed when he's young. That's okay. His foster parents died. That's fine too. It's just like impossible to get down. <laughs> yep. Just to <laughs> even put brings you up. <laughs> like, all right, Lance, you take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that's the kind of so like. Uh, what I'm trying to get to is every little crew member. I'm not going to name every single person in this boat, but for every what hour we spend playing this game, you're spending days on this boat, meeting people, eating, cleaning chamber pots, washing rails, unless scrubbing. I mean, unless you're the, the kind of people, which I'm not gathering, you are to not help the crew out. Like you, you pull your own weight. And honestly, Brody, unless you want to hear an, out, an earful from him, you're going to be doing these things, except for the captain, maybe. <laughs> and Sebastian. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, because he, he fell overboard, yeah. and we never so, know where. <laughs> for every, when I mentioned before, for every roleplay moment you have with Garn or Miranda, there's a hundred you had off screen, so to speak, around a fire and stuff. So... You know, you can roleplay them anytime you want, but these are the relationships you're building that fast on a boat, even five days of sailing. Cool? Point made? All right. Nope. I guess we should honestly, since we got Captain Lyrium, I mean, we should figure out what roles we're going to do on the on the boat. Like, what we are specifically going to do. Obviously, Yuri is going to be doing blacksmithing and alchemy and help the crew. Repairs. Yep. Zane, watching. Look out. Mm-hmm. Look out. Uh, one thing, Captain, that has been invaluable on your five-day trek south is... Captain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> off your left shoulder. <laughs> yes. It's Manicor. The Manicor. <laughs> There's a storm coming soon. It will blow us off track. I expect you come to two zero zero. <laughs> Alrighty. I will relay to uh, the bosun. Do we have to navigate? Captain, there is no storm. Let's. At least not on the horizon. Let's, uh, let's test the accuracy of our mage and see how this goes. Oh, the mage said it. Yes. Sorry, Captain. Not that I don't believe you. But, um... <laughs> Sure enough, after you turn, come to port, hours later, off the port side, there's a storm. All right, that's handy. So the um the banner of the black... Oh, yeah. Let it, the black all the sails is, drop. Sails the flag drop. comes out. What do we see? The flag is a black tree on a gold field. Ooh. Ooh. And what's, what color are the sails? Um, if I can, I'll make the sails gold. Ooh. Wow. We are not subtle, but we fancy. We are fancy. Everybody get them all the pirates. Like, their sails are made of gold. They're so rich. We'll save money because we can dye them with our urine. Oh. <laughs> uh. 
Why does it smell like piss on As a personal gift from... Oh, God, the R. Kelly ship. Here goes the R. Kelly ship! As a personal gift from Lord Tharconis, Baron Tharconis himself, he magicked the uh, sails with a little, little illusionary magic to keep them sparkly, and they, they seem like they shimmer with gold, liquid gold. Oh, we subtle. <laughs> All right, let's start this stealth mission. <laughs> it's like we got a oh, black Wait, ship. Captain, I have not finished hanging up the disco ball and the spotlights. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, so the storm, storm is averted. Nice. And he does this a few times. But he's always riding in a black chalk all over the all over the ship, up the mast, on the side of railings. The chalk is black now. Wonderful. I I feel so much more comforted than when it was just chalk. No, it's always been yeah, yeah, it's always been black. Black. And I remember hearing, I remember hearing chalking marks, but I don't remember black. Most of our ship is black except for the cells. <laughs> just because it's written there and you can't see it. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's not there. <laughs> As you guys get further and further south, you see a, a small landmass at first, and as you get closer to it, and you start sailing around it, everybody's seen what a mountain looks like, right? Of course, mm -hmm. yes, no? Okay. Yeah. Imagine a vast mountain, just but now tip, submerged, just the tip of hundreds of feet of mountain. Water flapping up on it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Take the mountains in New Zealand. Now dip them oh. hundreds of feet under the water line. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. And that's what you're looking at. As you start coming upon other peak here, another peak there, and further up, you see what looks like should be the top of a mountain range. But is an island. The sunken island of Dun Thragan. Ancient dwarven kingdom. Sunk by the lord of the sea himself. They must have really made him mad. Your map that you hold, pretty accurate as you head in south. You see two mountains that look like teeth curled in on each other to form almost a tunnel mouth. You see that one? Yes. You see it off in the distance. It is huge. No stone is naturally shaped that way. It's enough for several ships to pass under. And that opens the mouth to the channel that would head towards the Watchful Tower. They look like night? they do look like mandibles. Hmm? Should we wait till night? Uh, I think our golden souls are going to give us off. <laughs> Even at night. Captain, not a bad idea to wait till night. If we worry about people more than the rocks. Each has its disadvantage. One could crush us in one blow. The other will see us. And the problem is, since this map is actually very accurate, which is uncanny... Um, there's a chance that Watchtower is going to see us long before we see it. Because there is a gaping hole. Because the moment we enter through the through those teeths, 
they will see us. Mr. Brody, if the map is accurate enough, do you think you could we could go from one of these other channels? He's looking at it. The problem, sir, mm. is one, if it's not 100% accurate, could lead us astray. Two, not everything on that map would be above water. The most dangerous things we can run into are five feet below the water. That is what will rip this hole to shreds. If we traveled slow enough and had someone look ahead? Perhaps. Fetch the manticore. I don't want to. <laughs> I'll go get him. If he can warn us about storms over the horizon, he can warn us about rocks right below us. Oh yeah, Captain. Go get him, Zane. <laughs> I go get the manticore. <laughs> With All his right. help, He's in his room, we can apparently. navigate under darkness. Knock. I enter. No furniture. He's just, yeah, the furniture. He's just standing in the middle of no, the circle he, in the middle of the room. He's drawing very ever so small on the floor with a little piece of tiny black chalk. He has one man-sized chest in the corner of his room. <laughs> you like how I put that? Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> nothing... You know under that robe he's like a colony of bugs, right? You probably. That's why he whispers. It's just bugs <laughs> rubbing together in a very specific manner. I'll um, rub you. <laughs> the captain wishes you to come see him. Of course. I'll be right there. All right. Miss you. <laughs> very well. <laughs> Bye-bye. Close his door. <laughs> he opens it like a second later. <sighs> we were right there. Certainly. And he just, follows you up. Just uncomfortably close. Yeah, just uncomfortably close. He's probably taller than me. How tall are you? Yeah, like six and a half feet tall. Yeah, you're taller than me. Crap. <laughs> so you just <sighs> literally breathing down my neck. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes, Captain. We mean to navigate. Through treacherous straits under cover of darkness. Exciting. One false move. And we're fish food. And what can you do to help us avoid those false moves? I am paid to be your mate. Are you telling me to do more? I'm telling you, as you have warned us of storms yet to be seen. I offered that. You're requesting this. There's a difference. Captain. He gets all close to you. Or to put it another way, the ship that you're riding on right now is about to navigate treacherous straits under cover of darkness. You make a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on that. <laughs> <laughs> He, he motions for you to come closer. Do you come closer? Yeah. Between you and me. He looks at Zane and the paladin. I don't swim so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being surrounded by acid. I'm certain to die. And keep us away from the rocks. <laughs> 
And if you could Maybe make he slinks the, away. And if you could make the darkness darker, that would be awesome too. Who do you think I am? A man. Of course I will. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the Manticore. Remember the dance that I described the gnome was like He's like doing a summoning bullshit, like mm-hmm. river dance in a circle. The Manticore is more graceful, doing things in a much more interpretive dance. He's doing Tai Chi instead of... Uh... <laughs> he looks disturbed, and then he goes back to doing it, and he looks disturbed again. The sun is coming down, by the way. You have... The sun is pretty much down. There's a little bit of orange light on the end, but you still have enough false light. Captain. Yes? We are not alone. Something haunts us. You should prepare for combat. And as he finishes this statement, happy-go-lucky guy in the crow's nest, you see, he's with Zane. Like, so, it's not like looking. You gotta, like, see before you see, man, you know? Like, see that over there? Over there, there's I, rocks. I look over what he's looking at. There's rocks there, right? But, what's that weird shadow on the other side of the rock? I don't know, it's pretty big. It's too big to be... It could be a sea And it's moving. Yeah, like, look, it looks just like a ship. It is a ship. See, so that ship right there is something we should report. Like, when we report the ship... We Why tell are you down there. We report yell- the ship, huh? Because you- how do we report the ship? What do we say? I mean, it's got a big red banner on it uh, with a loot. <laughs> um, I- big red banner ship. Uh, which which way is that? Uh, that's a starboard bow. Starboard bow. Uh, two miles. Two miles. Captain, good news. It's the Red Jonas Revenge! <laughs> okay. Prepare to do battle, guys. Now you can say it. <laughs> Next time. Next, Next time! time. <laughs> 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 Red Jonas Revenge is coming, boys!